There's a conspiracy afoot that's pulling the world into darkness. Information is the new battlefield. Propaganda, disinformation, and media manipulation dominate the minds of the public. Join us on the Dark to Light Show as we remove the head of the snake and expose media censorship, social and cultural engineering, and the unfolding global conspiracy of the New World Order. Hey, welcome back to the Dark Delight Show. My name is Josh. I hope everybody is doing well. And uh, prepare for war. I would uh, much rather have to say something else. The, uh, the provocation that has happened the last few days. Everything that is going on in the world is moving the way we've always expected. Unfortunately, that is not the way we've always wished. China had gave grave warning to the United States of America to not allow Pelosi to enter Taiwan. China claims that Taiwan is their property, it is their country. And then under a older treaty, a 1970s treaty, the United States recognizes Taiwan as an independent state. And um, there's even a treaty out there that says that if Taiwan is attacked, the United States legally has to defend Taiwan. And so looking at this from a military perspective, you got to remember I spent 10 years in the United States military. Um, this is something that me and a few of my veteran friends, uh, 30 plus years in, in the military from the Navy, the Air Force, uh, the Army have been talking about the last day and a half. And uh, this situation is not good. This situation is not good at all. Now, I do agree that once China made the threat to shoot down Nancy Pelosi's plane, once they made the threat that to shoot down Nancy Pelosi's plane or to attack Taiwan, that the United States had to go through with it because it would be a sign of massive weakness if they did not. With that being said, the United States is weak, the military is weak, and they're in no state or condition to fight China, especially in China's own territory. So today, uh, Nancy Pelosi's plane was approaching Taiwan. China shut down Taiwanese airspace. Um, They did not produce any type of incursion towards Pelosi's plane or American fighter jets. They were allowed to land safely. Um, It was live streamed on uh, TV, television within Taipei. And uh, what we saw come out of this is a massive reaction from China right after. China vows targeted military action in response to Pelosi's Taiwan visit. They have amassed warships, tanks and planes within all their coastal provinces. China is getting ready to invade Taiwan. Uh, Last night on the Daily Dose podcast, we we talked about this specifically, and we gave three different scenarios. The three different scenarios were specifically what would happen if Nancy Pelosi goes to Taiwan. The first one was that China follows through with her threat and shoots her plane out of the sky. 
that obviously didn't happen. I said that was the least likely scenario to occur. The second scenario is that Nancy Pelosi lands and China will upend with some type of military action, either when Nancy Pelosi's there or waiting for her to leave. Now, for China, the best option would be to wait for Nancy Pelosi to leave Taiwan, wait for U.S. warships to clear out, get two days away, and then form their military incursion. Now, if you remember, Jennifer Zhen uh, with Lewd Media about two months ago leaked some audio. This audio was of Chinese generals in the Guangdong province talking about the invasion of Taiwan before November 2022. Now, why is Taiwan so special? Taiwan produces 72% of the chipset. 72% of the chipset for the globe. Military applications, infrastructure, everything in between. If China controls the Taiwanese Straits, the Taiwan, they control the global economy. Now, think about this from a global strategy. Russia controls all Eastern European or all European, South African oil. And China controls 72% of the world's chip manufacturing. The BRICS nations would roll over NATO and become what the Western nation currently is. So what do we see happening here in possible scenarios? I think that we will see some type of invasion of Taiwan here very, very shortly from China. Either while Nancy Pelosi is still there, possibly in the next five to 12 hours, or from a different military strategy is they wait the 12 or they wait the two days, wait for U.S. military assets, naval assets to get far away and then launch their incursion. The reason I say that is because naval ships can only go, excuse me, can only go between 30 to 40 knots. That's not very fast. So when they get two days away, to get back there, they're two days away. Uh, We can launch aerial assaults, but that's not as strengthening as having, um, you know, battle groups and amphibious attack assault ships. So if they waited for two days for U.S. naval fleets to get away, they will have seized Taiwan within 12 hours, which at that point, there's nothing the U.S. military can do. They can take a defensive posture, add sanctions to China, talk to them in the international community, as well as the United States has massive military assets within Taiwan. So what we're seeing here potentially could be the beginning of World War III. I, I, I hate to say it like this, I, but you know we've also called this, we've also talked about this within the firestorm event that potentially is happening. The firestorm event 
social and global destabilization, political destabilization, attacks on supply chain and infrastructure. We have global economic collapse, housing market collapse, resurgence of a virus or a new virus, and World War III. Every single one of those things is happening right now. And the next catalyst, one catalyst that brings about the black swan event, the global economic collapse, potentially could be this conflict with China if it goes kinetic. And China, so we looked at the aspect that the United States had to send Pelosi there as a show of strength, even though they're incredibly weak right now. So it's posturing. But the fact that China made the threat, now China looks weak. And China's not weak. So China will have to retaliate on this. China will have to make a move and do something. And now they are vowing targeted military action immediately. Um, The next 12 hours are going to be... Um, crazy. Because if China makes a move with targeted military action against the United States of America, that is an act of war. And the United States, even though weak, will respond. They, they have to. Now, the question is, is will China respond to Taiwan or will they respond to the United States of America? If they respond to Taiwan, I would see them doing that either after the United States has left or potentially when Pelosi's there. Now, why would they do it when Pelosi's there? To make a statement that they invaded Taiwan when the third highest ranking person in the United States of America was there visiting. They rolled through U.S. military forces and they seized it. And then they'll give Nancy Pelosi back. You know, no one ever said that, that the, the, the truth pill was easy to swallow. This is, uh, this is a scary situation globally for everybody. And, and it gets worse. I mean, there's, there's a lot of things happening right now in the world that we need to be vigilant on. So I, I'm watching video right now of China amassing major military assets on their coastal provinces. Now, we've already known this. China has been ready for the Taiwanese invasion for months. I watch, you know, I I listen to these military analysts on Fox News and MSNBC and CNN. Like, oh, China is still five years out from any type of incursion within uh, Taiwan. No, they're not. No, they're not. China is not afraid of Western nations. They're not afraid of NATO. And the reason is, is because Russia is their primary ally. They have massive terrorist and infiltration cells all throughout the world from Venezuela to Iran to Northern Africa. They control the rare earth mineral trade on the planet. They are the number one supplier of the majority of supplies and commodities to the Western nations. All they have to do is just shut down everything, become isolationist, and they win. 
We're going to be right back in the Dark Delight Show in just a minute after the message from our sponsors. I could my girl. Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. Secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations. All right, we are back with the Dark Delight show. And uh, yeah, I don't, I don't mean to be a pimper. I'm not a pimper. I'm not someone here that is saying, oh my God, World War III is coming in. But the potential for it now more than ever is here. And, and, and this is not the only part of it. I mean, think about this. One of the largest foreign landowners in the United States of America is China. They buy up commercially major farmland all throughout the United States of America. They own farmland directly next to U.S. military installations, which now the military is looking at, oh my goodness, this this might be a national security threat. Of course it's a national security threat. Our U.S. military bases source local food. And China is owning the local food production. And and we just let it happen. We just, oh, that's okay. That's not a big problem. Republicans are screaming about it. Democrats love it because they get all the kickbacks from it, right? So China 
has systematically infiltrated this country, our politicians, and could easily sweep over the United States of America in a war. And, and people who disagree with me on this, I'm telling you this right now. The United States military is not ready for a war. The United States military is not what it was three years ago. It's nowhere near ready or prepared as it was under Donald Trump. We have woke generals who sit there and talk about white rage and white supremacy and how soldiers and sailors and airmen and guardians need to recognize their, their whiteness, become better soldiers and sailors. <laughs> we have the exodus from the U.S. military because of vaccine mandates. Oh, and how about this? I don't know if you guys caught Representative Massey the other day. This was yesterday. Representative Massey, in an open discussion forum within the House of Representatives, was talking about this. And he said, Our U.S. military servicemen are being kicked out of the military because they refused a vaccine, which the Secretary of Defense said was FDA approved. Now, if you understand how experimental treatments go with the military during the anthrax vaccine time, uh, which I did not get, luckily, during the anthrax vaccine time, uh, basically, the Supreme Court ruled that the U.S. military can decline any type of experimental vaccine. But if the vaccine is FDA approved, then the president can go ahead and order that and everybody will have to get it and there is no religious exemption. And so the U.S. military is getting rid of Navy SEALs, special operators, soldier, sailors, airmen, and guardian, and they're getting other than honorable discharges as well. Okay? Well, here's the problem. Representative Massey came out yesterday and said, guess what? They're not getting the Cominardi vaccine. They're not getting the FDA-approved vaccine. But instead, the Secretary of Defense did a bait-and-switch, said that they're going to get the FDA vaccine, kicked them out if they didn't get it, but then gave everybody else the, the emergency use authorization vaccine, which just happens to be the bioweapon. And we know this specifically. This is the bioweapon. This is the one that is the bioweapon. We have Colonel Long, who is at Fort Rutger, who was the, uh, the main medical doctor there that oversaw the flight status of over 4,000 Army pilots. And she watched 20-year-old, healthy, athletic, best-in-their-shape soldiers crumble away with myocarditis, strokes, blood clots. After receiving the vaccine, she became a whistleblower and testified in front of the Senate with Ron Johnson, Massey, all these people. And nothing happened, not a peep out of Secretary of Defense Austin. And so the way the military works is you have multiple levels of experience Right, So you have the people who have been in 20 to 30 years. These are more of your senior level enlisted or senior level commissioned officer types of people. They have the command and control and the leadership ability to know what to do in the times of emergency, to know what to do in the times of war. They are the ones that basically train and command the people who've been in, I guess, for 10 to 20 years. 
These people are subject matter experts in their fields, whether it's weapons, whether it's lines of defense, whether it's uh, military tactics or whatever it might be. But then you get the people who have been in less than 10 years and they are training to be subject matter experts, but typically they are kind of the, 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 the lower level people. And some of them can be senior level. I mean, I'm, I was in 10 years, I was a, a mid-level, I guess, person. But the way this works is that you have these kind of handoffs, right, is after so many years of experience and when you obtain a certain rank, then you get become that subject matter expert and you start training the people who have less experience. Well, what they've done with this vaccine mandate with the United States military is they've put a massive hole in the center of that level of experience. And that's not a good thing. Because they started getting rid of people who've been in 15 years, 18 years, 20 years. These are the people that know what to do in these situations. These are the people that know how to utilize with high levels of experience our weapon and defense systems, our radar communication detection systems. It takes years of training, millions of dollars to get these people ready to go out there, to get those people to that point of experience and training. And they got rid of a whole bunch of them. And they treated them like crap when they did it. I said, I think back in 2020 or 2021, that the vaccine is a bioweapon and it is meant to weaken our military. The weakest part of our military is Joe Biden, obviously. I'm, I'm afraid for our military simply because he is in control. I hope that if this does move forward, that military generals stand up and tell the old man to sit down. They tell Lloyd Austin to resign and get out of the way. And that we have some brass that has balls. That we have some patriots still within the United States military who see the insanity of what is happening globally right now and stand up and say no more. The United States will not be utilized as a global puppet to stop the Chinese imperialism that is occurring right now. China is making a move to be the global leader in everything, to control trade, to control commerce, to control the economies. The BRICS nations are growing. Why? Because they understand the United States of America is weak. That we don't have true and fair elections. That we are nothing more than stooges for the globalist. That our politicians are corrupted beyond anything you could ever imagine. That our military is woke and weak. Think about this. China just put out this video of missile strikes, of naval superiority. Which, by the way, they have a larger navy than us right now. And the United States of America just had a drag show on a U.S. Air Force base. We, we have this commercial, recruiting commercial, 
that came out for the army. Where I have two moms and serve my country. Who cares? The military is not about wokeism. It's not about how you identify or how you feel. It's about the preservation and protection of the United States of America, our sovereignty, our rights, our freedoms, our liberties. That's what the military is about. It's not about, you need to recognize your white rage. We have been infiltrated by communists. Yes, we have. Our military is compromised. And you know what it's going to take? It's going to take veterans, patriots, standing up and removing this tyrannical, oppressive, and communist regime. All China had to do is pay them off. All China had to do is blackmail them. Now, I don't know where this is going to head, how this is all going to move forward, what's going to happen with China. But China is not going to sit idly by. They look at the United States as a wash-up. They look at Joe Biden as incompetent, mentally unstable, and weak. They look at our military as weak, and they are going to make a move. I guarantee you. We'll be back with more Dark Light Show right after this. Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations. All right, we are back with the Dark Delight show. We're going to go to a quick call. Keith, what's up, man? It will be quick. Two points. The United States has been in a decline for a long time. If General MacArthur had been allowed to do what needed to be done in Korea, we might not have had the Vietnam War. Everyone should understand that. And it was the left wing of the Democrat Party that leaned on Truman to rein MacArthur in. If MacArthur had gone north of the Yalu, we we would have wiped out communist China. That is a fact. We would have taken care of red China in the early 50s, and that would have been that. Secondly, your point about uh, patriots and veterans coming together, I'm going to give a definition quickly of American. To be American means we really are not united. We are independent people. And so how are you saying that for us, I would go immediately, and I'm in my mid-60s, but the point is it's very hard to organize when in America you're really discouraged uh, in coming together and being a true patriot. Uh, we, we're in a long decline, and it's going to take, uh, because Americans have not been brought up recently to come together be truly patriotic. I am very pessimistic about the outcome of our country. Thank you. Bye. Well, you know, Keith, there, there's a few things there. Is uh, the provocation of the Vietnam War, there, there's a few aspects of this that we have to look at. <clears throat> and you're right, if McCarthy was able to do what he uh, was able to do, um, well, the Vietnam War probably wouldn't have happened. Well, the Vietnam War was nothing more than a globalist setup of the United States of America to basically get the war machine running and get the United States involved in something that they should have never been involved in in the first place. If you remember, there is something known as the Gulf of Tonkin incident. 
And this is where U.S. naval assets in the Gulf of Tonkin were basically hit by Vietnamese forces. Um, and this is where the first Marines were actually sent into um, Vietnam from. Well, unfortunately, the event never happened. It was 100% staged and, and didn't happen. Uh, but we still went into the Vietnam anyway. And so we have a history of politicians, of globalists, of of warmongers pushing us into wars that we never needed to be in in the first place. The other aspect is that we are individualized people, absolutely, 100%. But I don't know about you, Keith, but I, I'm part of many different communities. I served 10 years in the United States military, and um, I'm very, very close to my brethren. Very, very close to a lot of veteran groups, to a lot of veterans. Um, I can name three right now within about a 20-minute driving distance from my house, of which I can probably find hundreds of veterans. They don't always agree the same way. But if America was under attack, I guarantee you that I could have easily three to 400 people armed and ready to defend America. And I know that goes for just about any veteran in any state. See, because we are a brotherhood. We might be independent people as citizens, but veterans, most of us, stay in touch. We collaborate together. We have our groups, and we know each other. And we form these brotherhoods. So I, I disagree with you on that part. Which, yeah. So, what are we looking at right now? We have multiple scenarios that can unfold. China can just keep on being China. Apparently, they're going to do four days of military exercises with live fire exercises around the island of Taiwan. They vowed military action. I think what we're going to see, quite honestly, is think about this. Four days of military action. Pelosi is not staying overnight, from what I believe. I believe that Pelosi is leaving today after a quick visit that means that u.s naval forces uh the, the ronald reagan is there you have the tripoli that is out there then you have a destroyer squadron that is uh, escorting the carrier group they will most likely leave after a day once uh the speaker of the house's plane is out of range and uh, they will de-escalate the situation from that while China continues to do live fire military operations around Taiwan. Once they get a day or two out, I think that uh, China is going to make their move. October is typically a hot month. And so I, I see China making a move in Taiwan very, very shortly. If not this next few days, if not this next week, then potentially in the next uh, 30 to 60 days. What else do we have going on here? Well, do you remember last month from the heat wave, over 10,000 cattle um, died of heat stroke? Well, un unfortunately, well, fortunately, that wasn't heat stroke. Um, they, they were killed off. And, and we've gotten reports from the cattle ranchers that basically the large corporations that own a lot of these cattle farms um, they have uh, supply and demand problems. And when you have a certain amount of cattle that are coming up, 
um, and you have no demand for them, it's easier to just call them and uh, be done with it. Because they're taking up food, they're taking up space, and if you don't have the demand for them, well, they're not going to sell, then they're going to take up more food and space, so it's easier to just call them. And that's what happened with this. But a friend of mine sent me this, and um, he's probably listening to this. And I want to, I want to, this is what he said. Basically, he drove past Decatur. This is Texas, the the Tater stock market in Texas. When there was a massive sell-off going on of the livestock. And uh, this is from a very, very well-known news site. Not mainstream, but alternative. And he actually called up his uh, friends, cattle ranchers, and they confirmed this. That ranchers are selling off their cattle in unprecedented numbers as global starvation becomes the plan of the globalist. So ranchers throughout the United States are being told to sell their cattle. Are being offered great prices for their cattle. And there's a massive sell-off right now of cattle. The government is mandating the sell-off of cattle. The corporations are mandating the sell-off of the cattle. Excuse me. Which means, within just a few months' time, there's going to be some major food problems. So, so you got to remember, this isn't a war, kinetic war, a typical kinetic war. This is asymmetrical warfare you utilize everything that you have supply chain infrastructure society culture let's go to the lines we got another call john what's up john hey hey uh i'll tell you harry truman uh, i think he said it on the head of uh harry truman if he would have uh fought the communist chinese and been on the side of shanghai check we would have uh we wouldn't be in this predicament. And Clint, I know you're in a rush uh, a little bit. But I'm listening to your uh, diatribe, and it's, uh, you're doing a great job. But uh, the the expansion of uh, China is attributed to George H. W. Bush. He was a uh, ambassador to China, uh, Nixon to a certain extent, and uh, uh, Clinton. Clinton. Uh, was responsible for giving away our missile technology to China in, in uh, return for campaign donations from one of his uh, fundraisers. So uh, it's pretty dangerous. We got 300,000 uh, Chinese students in our universities, and uh, it's it's a mess. Yeah, you're right, John. And and there's this rabbit hole with China goes deep. And I'll just touch on it for a second. Uh, and appreciate the call, John. Uh, the Rockefeller Foundation in the 1960s and the 1970s invested heavily private industry and capital in the China, building China's commerce section up to what it was today. They worked with Mao, the, the communist dictator who had just killed hundreds of millions of people and, and really created the quasi-economic um, and governmental aspect of the Chinese Communist Party with the capitalistic branch that's more quasi or not not quasi, but more crony capitalism. 
And the Rockefeller Foundation went in there and they infiltrated the Communist Party and they basically controlled China for a very, very long time. Now, you're right. Bill Clinton went in there and sold U.S. missile technology to China as well as North Korea. And then we have the Chinese students in the U.S. education centers. Now, this is interesting because in 2008, when Barack Obama came in, he produced multiple different programs for education exchange with China. And this should have been major red flags because at the same time, he had programs to where we did um, technology exchange as well. And China basically took over all of the United States energy infrastructure um, through the supply chain under Barack Obama. Now, a lot of these programs that were educational exchange, basically the way they were, is China could donate to education institutions and education institutions would allow a certain amount of Chinese students in each year. Those students would come and get um, advanced degrees and then go back to China and work for the PLA. Well, the problem with this is what happened, we saw happening circa 2012 to 2014. If people remember Hillary Clinton's emails, if you remember when Inspector General of the Intelligence Community McCullough was testifying in front of the Senate Intelligence Committee, he was asked, what was in Hillary Clinton's emails? And by the way, Hillary Clinton's emails, as shown by the Horowitz report that happened under Donald Trump, the Horowitz report showed that on her private server, there was a metadata script that was enacted that every time that she replied or forwarded an email, that that metadata would send a copy of that email to a Gmail address that was geolocated to offshore in China. Okay? So... Inspector General asked what was in those emails or the uh, Senate the chairman of the Senate Intelligence Committee asked what was in those emails and the inspector general responded classified. And the uh, the chairman goes, no, 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 no. Well, what was in them? Can you tell me anything? He goes, no, it's classified. And the chairman goes, do we need to go to a closed door session? He goes, even if we did, I wouldn't be able to tell you they're classified. And he goes, Mr. Chairman, I'm the inspector general of the intelligence community. I have one of the highest security clearances in the United States of America, and I don't even know what was in those emails. They are special access programs, and I had to get read in on a summary briefing of them, and they wouldn't give me any more detail of that. He goes, even if we went to a closed-door session, I can't tell you anything. These are the most top-secret classified projects in the United States government that was in these emails that Hillary Clinton was forwarding to China. Now, what was in those emails? Well, I'll talk about that in a second and why we're in this situation. We'll be right back with more Dark Delight Show right after this. Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. 
the world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. Secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations. Everybody's got something to hide. All right, we are back. And uh, we're talking about Hillary Clinton and really how China got its military prowess that it has right now. And how this happened was very, very uh, strategic and simple. But when you start looking at those emails, you got to wonder what was in them. Well, you have to go back to a guy by the name of Bob Lazar. If you remember the whole UFO thing that happened, Bob Lazar's story about how he worked at S4, um, and he was hired to reverse engineer alien technology. Well, Bob Lazar said in his Netflix documentary that, uh, look, we're never going to reverse engineer these technologies when they're in the hands of the military, the government, and the military-industrial complex because of the levels of compartmentalization. Is that you need to get them into the universities, And the liberals, the Democrats, the deep state has always been trying to get their hands on this technology, which has typically been locked up by the military-industrial complex. Well, around the same time, we saw a lot of these special access programs basically being implemented within universities. And I know this because I'm the one who did the research on this and tracked this back. And so... When we start wondering what was in Hillary Clinton's emails, we start to see some relevance of truth when Donald Trump comes into power and he starts canceling all these education sharing programs with China. One is the Thousand Talents program. Um, And there's about seven other programs that were canceled. Pompeo and Trump were the heads of these that basically started shutting them down. Not only that is we start seeing college professors getting arrested by the Trump administration during this time. What do we find out that these people who are getting arrested are doing? Well, 
that the education institutions were receiving thousands upon thousands, if not millions of dollars from the Chinese Communist Party, and they were inviting only specific professors over the China for education exchange. Every single one of these professors had Department of Defense, Department of Energy, and DARPA and NASA grants. They worked on high-energy physics, propulsion, space material systems and propulsion systems, advanced weaponry, nanotechnology. Put two and two together. What was in Hillary Clinton's emails were the education institutions and the professors that were being selected to work on these highly advanced technology projects that the DOD had compartmentalized and knew that they had to get out into the education centers. Most likely the reverse engineering of some sort of technology. That was placed into those education centers. Hillary Clinton's emails had that information in it. That was sent to China through her email server. China goes back, funds those education institutions, brings those professors over there who have DOD, DOE, NASA, DARPA contracts on special access programs and steals all their research and information. And now, 10 years later, China becomes highly technologically advanced and has more advanced missile systems than we do here in the United States of America. See how that works? That's how these politicians sold out the United States of America. And that's why, right now, the United States of America is weak, because we have corrupt, greedy politicians who only care about their own self-interest, their own power, who have sold out America, who have made America weak. Not only that, is we have this communist infiltration plan. The destabilization of our social, our cultural, our political, our economic frameworks that for decades have eroded away the foundation of America. And now we are in this situation where a potential global war is going to break out, where America will be fighting a dual-fronted war and they can't even fight one. China's going to make a move or Russia's going to make a move. What do you think... Excuse me. What do you think Russia is going to do if China invades Taiwan and the United States of America gets involved? What do you think Russia is going to do? They're going to roll over Europe. The United States can't fight a dual fronted war. The United States isn't going to save Europe again. We don't have the manpower. We don't have the capabilities. We're eroded. We're in a completely different framework right now than we were in World War I and World War II. We don't have the ability to fight a a one-fronted, let alone a dual-fronted war. Was this the globalist plan for the destruction of the United States of America? Potentially. And bravo. Well done. Not that I agree with it, but I do believe that Americans can save this country. But there's a lot of work that we have to do. Firstly, we have to become isolationist. We have to close ourselves off to the world politically, not politically and militaristically. We have to stop sending money overseas so people will be our friends. 
$100 billion aid package was just passed for Ukraine. Stop it. They are spending money we don't have that we much rather need here at home. We need to bring all of our money back home. We need to stop giving money out to foreign countries, the foreign entities, the non-government organizations and nonprofits. We have to increase our tariffs for all imports in the United States. We have to remove ourselves as a political strong arm globally. We got to stop fighting other people's wars. We got to stop expanding our troops across the globe, making the United States weak. Bring them all home. And we got to focus on ourselves for a change. This is like that middle-aged man who realizes he just gained about 40 pounds and is no longer that athlete he used to be. And his savings is being depleted because uh, he decided to quit his job in a midlife crisis. That's where the United States is right now. It's time to, to bring everybody home. Start working out in the mornings. Go on that diet. And get yourself back to that old fighting weight you used to be at, right? All right. I'm hoping the best for this situation and that nothing does happen and that it does resolve itself and that China stands down. I surely do hope so. We have a, a long road in front of us to save the United States of America. I know we can do it because that's the heart of America. Much love, respect, God bless you guys. You guys take care. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow on another episode of Dark Blood Show. Take care.